The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Today, we're so fortunate to have Paramahansa Yagadish, world-renowned master healer, teacher, and spiritual leader who guides people in the discovery of their own stewardship of the soul. With more than four and a half decades of deep and concentrated spiritual practice rooted in Eastern yogic, Tibetan, Buddhist, and Hawaiian traditions, he brings together both an Eastern and a Western perspective. American-born, he was the only, se- only the second Westerner of the Rasik tradition to be granted the title of lineage holder. Today, he's going to be talking with us about his book, The Prayer Project in particular, and in prayer in general. In his healing work and training programs, Paramahansa Yagadish draws on all of the mystic traditions, including Christianity, Toltec, Shamanism, and the Brazilian spiritual healing, as well as Eastern yogic, Tibetan, Buddhist, and Hawaiian. Prayer is so much more than just talking, so we want to be here for this and learn more about it. Uh, Yagadish uh, had an interesting experience uh, when he was a child and where his journey began when he fell into a hole at four years old. And instead of falling on his head, he fell into a lotus position and into illumination. It was the experience that set the direction for his life. As we've said, he was only the second Westerner in the Rasik tradition to be given the title of lineage holder, which allows him to initiate others into this deep and holy tradition. Later, after another near-death experience and profound healing, he was given the ability to heal and clear karma of others. So, in his book, The Prayer Project, Three Minute, Three Times a Day, Solution for, the world, for world Change, um, he, he helps us understand this whole issue of healing, prayer, and what it's all about. So, thank you, Yagadish, for being here today. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So, well, uh, the first thing I want to do is ask you just to tell us what prayer is. What prayer is? Mm Mm-hmm. What is prayer? Prayer is a communion of the soul with the divine, the divine energy, the divine... Divine in general, yes. So, So, yeah, it's not necessarily just sort of words we throw at the sky that... To try to get what we want, it's 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 deeper than that. It comes from the soul. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, in the beginning, we use words a lot for prayer um, as a focus, as a concentration. But if we do prayer correctly, then we are starting to get in touch with the divine, with God, with the divine energy, and eventually we're communing with that divine energy. And and prayer doesn't have to be through words anymore at that point. Um, uh, as to whatever one wants to do. Okay, okay. 
Well, in particular, I want to go ahead and mention this. On August the 23rd, uh, that's next Saturday, you're having a two-hour communal live and live-streamed event to heal the world in conjunction with your prayer project. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, that's going to be... um that's going to be this coming uh, Saturday uh, from 10 a.m. to 12 noon California time. And that's going to be the first one. We have, hopefully we'll do more in the future. But it's a way to uh, bring this um, activity into people's lives. And there will be a lot of sacred energy transmission, you know, transmission of sacred energy to help deepen our communion with God our communion with the divine, and inspire us to to get involved in prayer uh, on a deeper, more joyful level. Okay, wonderful. So I would encourage the listening audience to, to really be there for that. So tell us a little bit about how prayer has influenced your life. Well, prayer for me is meditation also. Um, so uh, in my life, um, I've been deeply involved in the yogic traditions of the East, as well as, of course, indigenous uh, um, spiritual traditions um, and and the other uh, mystical side of other religious traditions. And so prayer is a, a universal component, and it's also a very, very deep way to commune with God or commune with Mother Nature, commune with your own higher self, your own pure, sacred identity as spirit or the drop of the ocean of God. So prayer is everything in that way. So prayer, you can pray just as living. Is that what you're saying? Uh, In a way, yes. I mean, if we do good activities, which is a bodhisattva activity or a mitzvah or whatever the other, uh, uh, do things with aloha spirit, then we're doing things that benefit others in a very, uh, in a simple, loving, and kind way. We're not benefiting, we're not doing favors or benefiting others for any kind of self-gain or, or uh, material gain or anything like that. And then we're doing good deeds in the world. And good deeds are prayers in action. But also meditation is a place where you tune out the world completely, close your eyes, and go inward, communing with your divine nature and communing with God. Those are two different aspects of prayer. Uh, yeah. That I think we need to do both of those kinds. Well, can you say a little bit more about the difference in those two? The difference in, in those two kinds of prayer. Yeah, one is the 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 second one, which is the internal way, is is prayer through communion with God, through through uh, concentrating within oneself. This is prayer that you do at Sunday Mass or at other kinds of religious gatherings or meditation that you do at home or the meditation that you do at the end of your yoga practice, at the end of Tai Chi practices or during your Tai Chi practices. This, this is the internal way. And from the internal way, it fuels our loving kindness and compassion within our hearts and minds to naturally and spontaneously do good deeds in the world. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Uh, so doing good deeds in the world is the physical activity, 
it's doing the, the groundwork, it's manifesting the internal state externally into the world. Right, right, okay, that makes perfect sense. So it's not uh, waiting around for, for the divine or God to act, it's really taking action from your own compassion. Oh, yes, exactly, yeah. It's, in my tradition, actually, the highest form of God, if you will, or what we call original source God, supreme God, if you will, is not interacting with this world personally. And it's that God that we go to as we do our spiritual practices and attain different levels of communion and realization and, and direct interaction with God. But it's up to ourselves to do good deeds, to, to be motivated, to do good things, to cultivate virtues, and do good deeds in the world. Yeah. I've often said sometimes we're pra- standing around praying for God to heal what we could heal ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a way, yeah, God does all the healing in a sense. Um, yes. uh, but, but, but we can't expect God to do the footwork yeah. and to, yeah. to help shift politics and to shift laws to be more benefic- you know, benevolent to people, mm-hmm. uh, to the, the people. So. Yeah, okay. So what made you decide to write The Prayer Project? Well, I, like I said earlier to you, I, I wrote this, uh, I finished it, uh, sort, of, sort of finished it about nine or ten years ago, but I never felt satisfied with it like a few other books that I've written. I never feel satisfied that it's done, that it's finished, and so I've worked on it some more. I've gotten some professional help. I'm not a professional writer, so I like to get it edited by a professional. And... Um, and finally, though, now that I'm coming out into the world as a public figure, um, that we needed to start with a book to produce uh, to to help uh, with all everyone else's efforts around the world to shift the consciousness of the human beings on this planet and shift it for the benevolence of the of the population, the benevolence of not only the human race, but the animals and the plants and and the earth itself. Right, um, right. So we finally, even though I still don't feel complete with it, we finally published it just two months ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you, it, 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 that's a tall order taking on the you know the idea that we can actually heal our world. How does the book help us do that? Uh, it's uh, oh boy, it, I'm convinced because I know that we can do it. The only thing is is that I'm getting down on my hands and knees because I want to beg everyone. The more people that get involved in this prayer project or, or, or your own prayer project or anyone's prayer project is that we dedicate ourselves three times a day, even if it's just three minutes each time, so a total of nine minutes per day, of heartfelt prayer that God intercede and bless and cleanse the mind, uh, the heart, the emotions, and the attitudes and motivations of all people on the planet, especially the people who are in the roles of leadership. Mm. That's what the prayer is about. And I have a few selected prayers I want people to start with. And then the back of the book, the, the second half of the book, has all kinds of prayers that you can add 
to whatever other prayers you're doing. Okay, so yeah. so that actually we we you give us a model to go by so that we can use that model to uh, open our hearts to pray our prayers. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and and uh, with a this uh, loving and and uh, respectful concentration that God intercede, that the divine energy intercede. So you talk a little bit about the planet's evolution and our uh, spiritual evolution. What, how does this book impact our evolution? Um, it, like I said, and I didn't finish, so thank you for the question, is the more people that get involved in this project, the more each individual will evolve right. with whatever spiritual things you're doing and, and uh, loving kindness and compassionate acts that you're doing in the world. Um, but when you do prayer, you're cultivating a communion with God, a connection to God. You're cultivating a connection to your higher self-nature. And you're actually cultivating, if you will, as if you're cultivating uh, a vegetable garden or a flower garden, you're cultivating love and compassion and kindness in your own heart and consciousness. Mm-hmm. And if everyone, if we get a few hundred thousand or even a few million people to be doing this three times a day, every day, then certainly this world will shift. Yeah, because the prayer, the person who is doing the praying changes as well as uh, the people that we're praying for. Exactly. We all evolve, and and even more so the person doing the prayer. As Mm -hmm. deep, from a deep, concentrated, humble place that we do these prayers, that much that we're going to be the recipient of God's love and God's um, kindness and this dynamic energy that will uh, come into our lives and grow and grow and grow as we commit, we make a commitment to doing something on such a big scale uh, that I'm asking everyone to do. Yeah, one of the one of the um, prayers that I have prayed, and I, I just kind of want to hear your feedback on this, um, is to ask that the God that is in us be manifest as consciousness. Yes, right, and okay. to and to purify our psychophysical field of the body, mind, and soul, so that we 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 uh, realize our true nature, which is divine energy, mm-hmm. divine love. Mm-hmm. Uh, sacred, and we live from that place. When we realize our true sacred nature, we automatically live from that place itself. That's why I work with people on on that level as well, becoming liberated, self-realized, and God-realized. Yeah, so we just have a few more minutes before the break, but I, I want to ask this question. Uh, so many of us, I think, have this belief that says that we have to be really special people to pray that kind of a special prayer. What do oh, you think no. of that? No, no, no. In fact, it, it's really the uh, the the more unspecial that we feel, the deeper our prayer is, and the more that that we commune with God. If we think we're special... To that degree, we're cutting off our connection to the inconceivable divine light and love, which is God and which is our own true sacred nature as well. Yeah, well said. Yes, I think that's really true. But I do hear that, and I'm sure you've heard it too, that 
that there's, um, well, I'm, I'm not sure I'm up for that because I'm just not that good of a person, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Well, there, we're, when we do that, we're identifying through ignorance mm-hmm. with our psychophysical field. We're identifying with our personality and our lower self. But our divine self can shine through our psychophysical field of body, mind, and soul when we purify all of those things, then the light of our own true self will shine through and we'll, we will feel that. And so yeah. we have to work through our, all our resistances to doing good deeds and doing spiritual practice, including prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the idea that we have to be much more evolved than we are before we... Should it, you know, the question is, shouldn't we find peace in ourselves first before we try to give it to other people? What, what, what about that? Yeah, no, no, that's incorrect, as, as you know yourself. That's why you're asking the question. Yes, yes, uh, that's is, right. Yes, we, we, we want to forget about all our considerations and love God or the divine, whatever you call God. Uh, we want to love, like, let's say you had the ideal mother and father. You, all kids love an ideal mother and father, and... God is even much more than the ideal mother and father. So when we understand that we come from God, and God is pure truth and and illumination and blissful joy and happiness and love in an inconceivable quantity and an inconceivable quality of it, then we want to love God all the time. We want to be with God all the time. And so we we just have, have to understand that. And then just go for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, go for it is the operative word there. <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, that whole idea of uh, we got to be good enough to get close to the divine, and and yet we can't get close to the we can't get uh, good enough until we're close to the divine is one of those vicious circles. Right. Exactly. Yeah, well, if you right. if you feel you're too dirty, take a shower and then do it. really yeah absolutely okay all right well we're going to take a break in just a minute here and uh we're going to come back with more from jagadish and i want to just say this again saturday august the 23rd a two-hour communal live live streamed event to heal the world in conjunction with the prayer project um you can we're going to talk more about that as well so stay here for more from paramahansa jagadish The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have you considered yoga to promote balance in your life? Join host and senior Bikram yoga instructor Jim Callick for Yoga is Life Radio. 
On this show, we will show you that yoga is for anyone and everyone. Just as air, water, and life is for everyone, so is yoga for everyone. Yoga is totality, equilibrium, union, balance. Yoga is life. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. There are no limits to what you can do. Start a new direction in your life today. Are you ready to stop feeling imprisoned and start being empowered? It's time to change your way of living. Listen for Empowering Your Soul with Lisa Willette. We're all just getting ready to make the metamorphosis in our lives. Change can result in our highest good. If you are feeling stagnant in your life and want to bring about personal change as well as change to your environment, do yourself a favor and tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthews.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And as you know, the Authentic Living Show is sponsored by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. AIHT offers degrees in interfaith and interspiritual educational programs that enable you to not only find your own authentic spirituality, but to bring your unique gift to the world in service upon graduation. At AIHT, you can get a master's, a doctorate, or a ministerial bachelor's degree, and the doctoral programs are broken down so that you may get a Ph.D., a Doctor of Ministry, or in the Holistic Theology program, also a Doctor of Theology degree. The programs in which you may get these degrees are Holistic Theology, Holistic Health, Holistic Ministries, Metaphysics, and Parapsychology. These courses offer depth and meaning to your effort to learn. This means that in some coursework, you can start at the introductory level and move all the way to the advanced level as you move through your degrees. For example, in the Holistic Theology program, you can take Judaism 1, 2, and 3, with each level offering a greater depth of understanding. Or in our Parapsychology program, you can take Psychic Skills 1, 2, and 3. Those are just a few of the examples, and you can get the whole picture by going to www.aiht.edu. Or if you'd like to talk directly to the admissions director, call Beverly Love at 800-650-4325. What's most important to AIHT's model is the exploratory nature of studies that reach to the depths of all the world's religions, traditions, and paths, and even to transcend them to find the mystical core of them all in order to facilitate your journey to your own authentic spirituality. 
Utilizing as your text writing teachers, spiritual experts from all over the world, the coursework allows students to explore and find their own spiritual experience and path, as well as to become credentialed to bring their own unique gift to the world. So AIHT is changing the world one student at a time. Do you want to know more? Go to www.aiht.edu or contact Admissions Director Beverly Love at 800-650-4325. Again, that's 800-650-4325. You know, Oprah says education is the key to unlocking the world, a passport to freedom. Call and get your passport today. And today we're interviewing Paramahansa Yagadish about the idea, the notion, the practice of prayer. And uh, in particular, I wanted to ask you, Yagadish, if you would talk a little bit more about the prayer intensive that's coming up August the 23rd and tell people how they might connect with that. Okay. Um, you can go to um, stewardshipofthesoul.com and you'll find out about that. Uh, I, I don't know if it's on the events page exactly, but somewhere in there. Um, or you can go to prayer-project.com, prayer-project.com, and you can download the book for free. Uh, it'll take you to stewardshipofthesoul.com, and you can also find out about how to register uh, for this uh, live stream and live streamed event. Um and and so that's it. Prayer-project.com will get you to the main website. Um, and in it, we're going to be uh, talking a little bit, uh, just to set a format, a container for what we're doing, a context. And um, and then there's going to be a lot of sacred energy transmission as we go through the prayers, um, the main prayers I want people to go through. We'll do that uh, a number of times during that two-hour period, um, and uh, a little bit more talking here and there, and uh, depending on the time, some questions and answers possibly. I don't know yet uh, exactly uh, how much time we'll have for that, Um, but generally it's a time to uh, receive uh, the powerful, wonderful, sacred energy transmission and to... um, get uh, a deeper uh, knowledge and incentive in a way to commit to the uh, the prayer project in whatever way you want to commit to it. Yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Or Thank you so much itself. for doing that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for doing that for the world. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, and we're going to have to do it all the time. Yes, <laughs> for, indeed. For the next five years is crucial. <laughs> yeah. So why is that? Why are the next five years crucial? Uh, because uh, we already see that the climate is getting out of hand. The climate is shifting and changing. The, the world is going to live on. Whether the human population will live on or not is not sure. And one reason for that is because the world is the world itself, the earth, is already um, <clears throat> like we have white blood cells in our body, so when pathogens come in, and do us trouble, the white cells go there and and take care of it and stuff like that, right? So um, likewise, the earth has its own mechanisms uh, for its survival. And if, uh, as long as the humans are creating so much filth and toxins and hatred and violence and all of those things, then it's just going to be nature itself that is going to wipe out the uh, human population in the sense of, 
humans wiping out humans. And so we have to shift this. We, the people, not the 1% or the 2% or the 5% of the wealthy people who are uh, greed, maybe greedy and, and uh, if anything, they're ignorant. We're ignorant when we cause suffering to the planet or to others, including animals. It's out of ignorance that this happens. So we want to ask God to cleanse the minds and hearts of all beings, especially those in power, that they uh, cleanse away the ignorance, cleanse away their own toxicity and pain so they don't have to dump it onto others. And then this world will really shift for the people, you know, by the people, all of that, and we'll see that the environment will, will come back to a natural state as well. Okay. All right. So tell me how prayer actually works. You've talked about prayer as distinct from sending out sacred energy, or it seems like it sounds distinct. How how does prayer actually work? Well, whenever you pray, like people come to me and say, I'm confused about this. I don't know what path to take. I don't know what teacher to accept uh, to guide me on the spiritual path. And I say that prayer will give you everything. So pray. God, can I please lead me to a spiritual teacher? Please lead me to a good path or a good job that I can do good things in the world and and survive, uh, you know, survive in a good way also. So these uh, prayers galvanize our energies, and it also it has an ordering effect and a clarity giving effect, if you will, on our thoughts and our actions and our our energy fields. <clears throat> so when all of them come together, then uh, it has the power to to guide us. It has the power to uh, shift what is important in our lives and what is superficial. And it has the power in a way to uh, dissolve or peel away the levels of ignorance that cause us to try to find happiness where we won't find happiness itself. Uh, and all the pain that's suffering that goes along with those things. So so as we shift, we move into deeper realms of ourselves. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and we, we catalyze our energies um, uh, and align them so that we become more successful, more happy, more synchronistic in the world, and we feel a communion not only with ourselves and with the world and, and others in it, but we and also a communion with the divine. Mm-hmm. So, or we can say, not only do you get communion with the divine through prayer, but you find a communion with uh, circumstances, with the plant kingdom, the animal kingdom, the human kingdom, the angelic kingdom. You'll become closer to the angels. All those things happen to those who pray, especially for the benefit of others. Okay. So, uh, so if if you know you talk, hear about these people that have more power to pray than others, I mean, there's there are people in the Christian religion, for example, who uh, call themselves prayer warriors, and their their prayers seem to be more effective than other people. So, what is it that makes a prayer effective? It's just by practicing. It's by living a virtuous life and practicing prayer. The more you practice anything, the better you get. The more you dedicate to the knowledge and practice of anything, from being a um, a brain surgeon to being a great orator or a medical doctor or um, any kind of doctors, everything, any profession, an artist, 
uh, Jimi Hendrix as a guitarist, one of the greatest guitarists ever, uh, he practiced uh, 10, 12, 14 hours a day every single day. Um, he, they found him uh, in the morning um, with a guitar on his lap. He fell asleep playing the guitar. So likewise, people who are great spiritual, illuminated spiritual guides and leaders of the world usually have done at least 12 hours of retreat meditation and other spiritual study and practices for at least um, 15 to 18 hours every day for 12 years at a time before you're at a level of experience and communion with God and, and, and realization of your own true nature that you can really uh, lead people to God, to liberation. Okay. Yeah. So, but you're not saying that a person has to do all that before they can learn to pray. No, no, just dive in. Just love God. That's prayer. And just love God. Like, this is what I'm thinking, is that if it's three minutes a day, three times a day, or if you just do one minute three times a day, that's fine. But try to do it three times a day. Try to work through any resistance that comes up. Just treat it as just a a mental thing, and put it aside and do your prayer anyway. But after a while, after a few weeks, after a few months, people are going to be spontaneously praying without words or with them, whatever, with great love and devotion uh, 50 times a day, whenever they want to. But it'll be 50 to 100 times a day that people will spend 30 seconds to, to a few minutes just praying for God to love everything, to cleanse uh, everything, cleanse the ignorance and the pain and suffering and the violence. Yeah. Okay, so what it, you, uh, one of the things you've said is that uh, you talk about a stewardship of the soul. What is, what is that? What does that mean, stewardship of the uh, soul? That means that, um, that I train people how to, um, how to resolve uh, emotional suffering, how to uh, cleanse their own negative karma, how to do connect with their ancestors and do healing on their ancestors. Um, I teach people about their chakra system, about the subtle bodies, but I but all of this is in order to cleanse all of these instruments and cleanse. Uh, your family members and cleanse your ancestral lines so that all of us can realize our true sacred nature and be liberated from personal suffering. That's the goal of all of this, is realize our our, uh, true nature, our sacred nature, become free from personal suffering, and let that be a catapult into realizing God and communing with God and interacting with God. And it all can start with prayer. That's the easiest, most wonderful way to start this whole process. Okay. So I'm going to pull an Oprah question on you here. What, uh, what is the soul? The soul, in my, how I use it as a definition, is the um, accumulation of everything we've experienced and learned uh, and reacted to, responded to, in all of our past, li- all of our lives, past, present, and future, so to speak, and so it's the body, mind, and soul. It's the all of that has uh, come about as we've evolved from um, lower conscious level entities or beings uh, 
until our evolution into becoming a human being uh, and our evolution into becoming a virtuous human being. Okay. All of that content, all of our fears and phobias and traumas and negative situations that, that come into our lives, all of that is the karma and all of that is the soul. That's what I call the soul, all of that stuff. Okay, so are karma and soul synonymous terms? Yeah, that, that's what, uh, I mean, we can talk about it as the same thing. We can talk about the, the, the relative differences between the different things. But it's our karmic makeup is the soul, all of our karmic content. Okay, okay. So yeah. when we say, when you talk about praying from the soul, you're talking about praying from that deepest part of you that has maybe been here many times and has been through many struggles and has uh, risen above some and not so much others and all of that. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's a good one. Yeah, we, we want to pray from the depth of our soul, and we're doing that so we cleanse the soul to realize our, our true nature, which I call spirit. So there's spirit, which is the individual spirit, and then there's the great spirit, which is God or the divine great spirit. So spirit, we, we, are, we are spirit. And by cleansing and praying and going deeply from the soul, we will purify that enough to realize the source of all goodness is our spirit. Without the spirit, our body, mind, and, and uh, our body, mind field is not uh, alive, is not activated. You take the spirit out of the sacred heart center and the body drops away uh, being senseless and then it, it will deteriorate and go back into the earth, back into the elements. So it's the spirit that animates the body and right. the mind and all of that stuff. Okay, okay. Okay, so now we just have a few minutes before the break, but I want to ask you about ancestral healing. Um, uh, that, that is the idea that we can actually heal people who have come before us. Yeah. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so why would we need to do that? We need to do that because some of our personal suffering that we go through is a psychic impingement and a DNA transfer of limitation and suffering that comes down the ancestral lines through the blood and through the psychic connections that come down the line. Okay, so because I am one with my ancestors, I can heal my ancestors, and they, uh, they're the my healing of them in turn heals me. Oh yes, dramatically, okay. dramatically. Okay, okay, wonderful. Okay, yeah. So we we want to understand uh, that this whole process is one that uh, is one of healing. The whole thing about prayer is one that that as we pray for others, we heal ourselves, and as we clear uh, others, we clear ourselves, and all of that. Yes. Okay, yes. beautiful. Exactly. Beautiful. All right, well, we're going to take another break, and we'll come back in just a few minutes with more from Yagadish, and you want to be here for this next section because he's going to actually uh, give us some examples of the prayers and send out some sacred energy. So be here for that. Right back in a few minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
Much can be learned from the new children who embody a higher vibration and consciousness. However, the world we live in has not always been understanding of the gifts, differences, and awarenesses that they contribute. Listen for Journey with the New Children, Teens, and Adults, presented by Saturn Three Light Flyers. Each week, hosts Michael and Janice Bordway, along with their son and frequent guest host Tristan Bordway, share the discoveries of parenting and being one of the new children. It's an amazing journey. Join us Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. On the program Inside Out, our outsides match our insides. Join host Beth Green along with co-host James Maynard for an insightful weekly journey that lets us all be real with no boundaries. We'll discuss current events, interview amazing guests, challenge old ideas, and see ourselves and our world more clearly. It's about you as much as us. So you're invited to call in, write in, and most of all, tune in. Listen for Inside Out, live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthews.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with Paramahansa Yagadish. And during this segment, he wants to uh, give us a prayer and send out some sacred energy. So I'm going to let you take over for a minute. Okay, great. Okay, hi, everyone. So now you know you can go to the website to download a free copy of the prayer project, Together We Can Change the World, um, at prayer-project.com prayer-project.com and if you go to the events page and scroll down you'll see the prayer intensive and other events that I'm doing uh, if you want to participate. Otherwise the book in a hard copy is available online Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. Okay, so if we go to page 20 and page 21 we go to the basic prayer that I want people to be starting out with and of course adding your own prayers to it and so, as I read the three parts of this prayer, the first part being for our own purification, the second part for the purification of others, and the third part being an amen, or a let this happen, let this be, or so be it, a section of the prayer. Okay, so while I'm doing the prayer, there'll be a great transmission of sacred energy healing, 
going out to everyone who wants who wants that. Okay. So when we pray, we want to make sure we center and ground our energies to the nurturing Mother Earth. We take a few deep breaths, and we commune with God. So now, when I say God, you can put in the divine or any name of God you want, uh, etc. That's up to you. And let me start now. God, I humbly ask for your blessings to purify my body, mind, and soul and restore me to my natural condition of love, peace, joy, and wisdom. Amen. In the second part, most loving and compassionate God, the divine power and energy of the universe and beyond, I humbly ask for your blessings to purify and illuminate with your light, love, peace, and wisdom all beings of the universe, all beings of the earth, all beings who are, who are in power and affect the lives of others, especially our government leaders, business and financial leaders, and our spiritual leaders from the entire globe that they may all be cleansed and purified of negative motivations and filled with your light, love, peace, joy, and wisdom. Amen. And then the last part. Let this happen now within me and spread around the world, transforming and bequeathing all noble qualities and actions expressed and enacted everywhere upon everyone and everything. Amen. Amen. And so it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that's an example of, of, of some of the prayers that you'll find in the prayer project. And uh, there's several different kinds of prayers there. And, and I really would encourage you to get this book and read it. And as he said, you can download it for free at his website. So um, I guess I want to know now, uh, Yagadish, what, would you, what advice would you give for people new to this, um, to, to this whole idea of prayer? I would say just to do it immediately, to start immediately, to feel fine that if you're at work or, or at a, a, any kind of function that you're at and you want to do some prayer, just uh, excuse yourself that you need to go to the bathroom and go into the bathroom and sit down somewhere and prayer, pray your heart out for one or two minutes or three minutes and then go back and do that as much as you want wherever you are in the world. Um, uh, commune internally and pray for the benefit of all beings, including yourself, and to do good actions as well. Do good deeds in your life and understand that the pain and suffering that um, people have, they share it with others through ignorance. And whenever you're the recipient of someone else's uh, anger or, or contempt or anything, just understand that they're in pain themselves, and that's why they do this to others. And when you 
are short or impatient with others, then forgive yourself and realize that you don't want to burden or dump your pain onto anyone else either. And to contemplate those things and enjoy your life uh, and get really enthusiastic about prayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a, a, a passage that I've heard a, a Christians talk about that says that that the divine hears the moanings and the groanings of our hearts and souls. Can you say a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the, God may hear those things, but God even more so hears your prayers uh, spoken with great love and devotion and happiness as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rejoicing prayers. Those are oh, yes, celebrative. Yes, yes. Yeah. The idea is pray all the time. Pray when you're unhappy and pray equally when you're happy. Um, you know, and when you understand all of this, then you will, you will pray all the time um, out of extreme happiness eventually. So. Yeah, yeah, joy, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think that the whole, you know, it's kind of like having a partner, although not, although much bigger, much more profound, and much more mysterious. Um, this whole idea of of prayer is one where we're just in the living room with the divine and we're kind of in a conversation that goes on yeah. constantly and it tells about our heart and it it tells about our concerns and it and it asks asks for what we need and that kind of thing yes exactly yeah yeah so it's it's it really is just a conversation that has some some power to to facilitate shifts in ourselves. And oh others. yes, yes. And when you realize that eventually God becomes revealed to you, and you realize that God is actually real, that God exists, that it's real, and He appears to you like He appears to many of the saints. Um, take saints of any tradition, any true, genuine tradition or spiritual path, which has saints in it, real saints in it. And I've lived with many, many saints, uh, tens and tens and. Of saints, maybe even more than a hundred saints that I've visited and lived with, is uh, is you do realize God, and when you realize God, God is a friend, can be an, an intimate friend of yours who will never go away, and when you leave this uh, relative, uh, short-term body behind at some point, God will take you Himself into His realm of pure divine Spirit, of the Great Spirit. Mm-hmm. So prayer will lead us to that. Yeah, yeah. So it it, uh, it opens the door between us and the deeper aspect of ourselves, uh, exactly. which is divine. And then we create heaven on earth. To uh, uh, to create heaven on earth, though, I have to tell everyone that it's going to take a few hundred thousand of us with dedicated prayer, and if we can get a few million, then we are guaranteed that things will start shifting here. But we need the masses. We really need the masses to de- to dedicate mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. this shift. Yes, yes, I agree. And and okay, so we can bring about this shift, um, and through our through our efforts to pray together as uh, individuals praying together in groups like this prayer project that you have, and some that I've seen others are having, and uh, to, and as we do that. Um, we're we're. What am I trying to say? We're we're uh, 
pushing forward the evolution that would happen probably anyway, but uh, we're pushing it forward faster. Is that? Oh, yeah. We're pushing the evolution forward, but evolution will happen anyway, but it might not be uh, heaven-on-earth evolution. It might actually, uh, things may get worse. Uh, we're not guaranteed things are going to get better on this planet. This is like a third-grade planet in a way, uh, relatively speaking. So we we have no guarantee things are going to get better. This is I really want people to understand this. We can shift the world in in mass to make it better, but the way things are going, it's not getting better. Yeah, uh, you know that's a point I would I might I might want to have a discussion with you about because uh, there's a passage in the Bible and it's in the Bible, but uh, it's in, I found it in the Bhagavadisha as well, Bhagavadisha as well, that it's um, that basically says that uh, the breath, the breath of the divine, will not return to the divine empty. It will accomplish what it came to accomplish. What do you think of that? Um, yes, overall, but we're talking about the the expanse of time. We're talking about millions and millions of years. We're talking about thousands of years. We're talking about a different time. But if we, when I talk about this, I talk about within our lifetime. If we want this world to shift, then we better get into a few hundred thousand to a few million people dedicated to prayer and dedicated to good deeds, etc., all of that stuff. Okay. If we want to see it within our lifetime. Oh, but yeah. At the same time, this is, God is still here. And things will evolve the way they're going to evolve. But God himself, original source God, is in the pure spiritual world. It's the the demigods, if you will. It's the lower gods, the, the lower peop, uh, divine beings who oversee the world, but they don't intervene until we ask them to. So this world is is run by our, the karmic makeup of all the beings on the in the world, including the the Mother Earth. Yeah. So karma is playing out, and karma is usually plays out to the negative. If we want the divine to to play out, we better pray for intercession. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's, it's a very critical time. That's why we we need to understand that it could go to the worse. Okay. Yeah, we can't expect it to go unless we do the footwork for that. Yeah, we we definitely need to be participants with the divine yeah, and that divine exactly. energy. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah so, okay. Um, uh, I want to tell say again, um, tell them, uh, the listening audience again, if you will, your your websites where they can download the book and uh, where they can find sign up for the um, the prayer project, the prayer intensive that's coming up. Okay, great. Prayer-project.com, which takes you right to the uh, the main website, which is stewardshipofthesoul.com. Go to the event section to sign up for the event. Scroll down and uh, look around, and then go to the place where you can download the, the book for free. And enjoy the rest of the site as you wish. Yes, yes. yes. You know, um, the thing that I guess I want to leave the listening audience with is that... Uh, this whole this whole thing of shifting ourselves to a to a to a deeper more essentially divine place is a definitely a place of peace it's not something we have to struggle with or for it's something we ask the divine for and it's it's our gift uh would you agree with that 
Yes, it's the gift of our own selves. Yes. yes. And yes. the peace is uh, the unsurpassed peace. Mm-hmm. That peace that uh, sometimes uh, I've heard mystics t- call the peace that passes understanding. Yes, and the peace of wisdom, the peace of truth. And in my tradition, peace is the very beginning. Mm-hmm. It's the beginning, this deep, deep, forever peace. And then yes. from there, it builds on the intensity of divine love interaction with God's energy and with God himself, or we can say God herself. Right, right. All right. Thank you so much, Yagadish, for being here today, for sharing your beautiful work with our listening audience. And uh, I wish you well, and um, I, I hope many of our listeners will tend to go to the uh, a prayer intensive next Saturday. So that's it for today. We're going to be out and uh, come back again next week for more. And remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week.